Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my podcast. As always, you can get me on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. Well, it's another Saturday and actually has been a beautiful day where I am. The sun has been shining and the temperature was, well, I think around 20 degrees, which not so bad for the middle of October. I hope everything is well with you and um, you're, you're keeping well. I think I've just about got over this flu that lasted about two weeks, but um, everything feeling good. The last podcast I did was in relation to some business English, and I thought I would continue that theme with you today. So for those of you working in business, trying to get into business, or just generally interested in the language of business, hopefully this will be of, of interest. When we're talking to people about our jobs, it's a very common topic when we want to break the ice with somebody in a cafe, a restaurant, even in an elevator. Yeah? So you, you never know when these sort of things come in handy. So if we're talking about where we work, we, can, we might be asked what, what we do or who we work for or what does a company do. So you'll come across phrases like, my company produces or my company makes. It means exactly the same. My company produces widgets or my company makes widgets. Whatever it is you produce. Tennis balls, golf balls, glasses, mobile phones. You produce or you make something. And where are you located? Where is your, your business? Or our offices are based in or located in so again these words mean exactly the same based in geneva or located in milan so this tells us where you are where either your office is or perhaps it's your head office or even a subsidiary yeah and a subsidiary is another company you might not be working in the main company which we often call the parent company you may be working for a subsidiary which is a smaller branch that might be located in a, another company so often you will have a company that is located perhaps head office in chicago and then it has these subsidiaries around the world in different countries of europe very popular with the pharmaceutical industry where they'll have a subsidiary in Spain, Portugal, France, just individually licensed to sell the product into those particular markets. And it may well be that it's manufactured somewhere else and shipped, sent by plane or, or actual ship into those other European markets. So our offices are based in a particular area or they are located in a particular area or country and we can talk about what our business does we specialize in something so as well as producing and making as i mentioned earlier on we also specialize in let's say the healthcare sector we specialize in drugs uh, relating to tb or we specialize in some uh, treatment for uh, special rare cancer yeah so whatever it is we specialize we make something different something difficult something that nobody else does if we're talking about where we are located we can say we operate in approximately five or six countries or 10 countries or 20 countries around the world so to operate in means we are based there we are located there and we work from those particular premises
We're a big company. We employ many thousands of people around the world or we have thousands of employees. The meaning is exactly the same. We employ or we have a certain number of people employed. We have a certain number of employees. So all of those are just basic introductions to the type of business you have or the type of company that you work for. So questions that you might be asked, just very simple questions in English. What do you do? Okay, so in, the, in that exact same way, way, sorry, what do you do? Yeah? So meaning, what is your job? What is your role? So a job or a role or a position. So they're words that could all mean the same. Your job, your role, your position. Yeah. Where do you work? Who do you work for? Where are you based? Okay, so they're all simple questions at getting to know you, getting to understand exactly what you do. And then the answers to those, what do you do? Oh, I'm a research engineer. Where do you work? Oh, I work in Geneva. Who do you work for? Oh, I work for a multinational or I work for a local company or I work for a Japanese company or I work for an American company based in Chicago and I work in the subsidiary office in Geneva. So all these follow up answers that you can give to questions that you are asked. Where are you based? Well, I'm usually based in the head office, but occasionally I work from home. Do you have any competitors? Oh, yes, we have a lot of competitors. Our business is very competitive. Yeah, we have a lot of competition. We have uh, a lot of people uh, trying to get into our space. Our space is that market that you occupy or you think that you occupy and that you hope to occupy. But as always, competition is strong and people are trying to, as we say in English, to fish in your pond. Yeah, we talk about being a a small fish in a big pond or a big fish in a small pond what do you think is better well i'm not so sure it depends on the type of business you have but when you're a small fish in a big pond you tend to get eaten up by another big fish sooner or later and if you're a big fish in a small pond you always want to know what it's going to be like to swim in that big pond yeah so you always want to test yourself against bigger and better competition so I'm not so sure which wins out, small pond, big pond. But as long as you're happy in what you're doing and you're doing your best, well, sure, that's all that we want to achieve. So when we're talking about competitors, we are talking about the uh, other companies uh, that are in the same space. They, they uh, occupy the same space. They have similar products. They have um, me too products yes yeah? something that looks the same smells the same feels the same but might be a little bit different for example coca-cola would that would suggest that they are the lead provider of you know soft drinks in 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 the world but there are a lot of me too style um coke drinks yes uh, well pepsi for obvious reasons but in other com countries you'll come across all sorts of other drinks and now these supermarket chains sell their own branded product that looks like coca-cola smells like coca-cola but i've tried them and as a um aficiendo of uh the coke um uh, they don't always taste the same so um i try them but i always go back to the coca-cola 
Uh, I think I'd be a good ad for Coca-Cola because uh, I really like it. I, I prefer Coke Zero at the moment, but um, that's only me trying to fool myself that it's, it's, it's really better for me than some of the others. Okay, so when we're talking about um, business and we're talking about the questions that we might ask, we might get asked or we might ask, um, you might be looking for information about your your working schedule, yeah, or uh, what time you start, yeah. So uh, we can ask just simply, what time do you usually start? So meaning, what time do you start in the mornings? Do you work flexi time? Do you work remotely? Do you have the option to work remotely? Do you work in serviced offices or do you work in your own premises? So these are all questions relating to uh, location and the, the, how you carry out your work. So uh, when we're talking about a start, it means when do you commence in the morning? Is it 7? Is it 7.30? Is it 8? Is it 8.30? Um, to start, to commence, or even to begin in, in more simple English. I start at 8 and I finish at 6. I commence any time between 8 and 9. Uh, I begin at 8.30 and I leave at 5.30, whatever your working day starts and whatever time your working day finishes, hope, hopefully not too late. So if you're looking for actual specifics in, in your role in the company, so what are you involved in exactly? So that could be a question. Well, I'm involved in the production end or I'm involved in management or involved in... Um, checking i'm involved in the procedures around uh, technical support or it support or some other function that we have in the the business my job consists of so what does it consist of well it might consist of uh, running a team of 10 or 20 software engineers or it might consist of running a team of uh, manufacturers people working on the assembly floor or you could just be in charge of the sales function, the marketing function, HR function, whatever it might be. And in most companies, the the companies are divided based on functions. So you'll have a manufacturing operation. You'll have a uh, marketing department. You'll have a sales. That could be sales and marketing. You can have a, a customer service department. You will have a HR department and then depending on how big the company is you're also obviously going to have things like finance and you might outsource some services like IT can be outsourced finance can even be outsourced or even HR but again it depends on size so if you're giving your details to somebody they might be interested in keeping in touch with you if you've met them at some sort of conference so oh this is my number so you give them a business card or in modern day, you might just uh, send it on to them by um, WhatsApp, um, just a, a click and a press of a button. Or these are my contact details. So you give them WhatsApp, email, mobile phone, all the details so that somebody is able to contact you uh, if they wish. And if somebody's asking a bit more details, um, and here's where we have to be careful with the, the grammar we use. How long have you been working there? 
how long have you been working there? So you can see here, how long have you been working here? So we're using the present perfect continuous. How long have you been working there? And your answer could be two different answers. I have worked there for three or four years and that would be present perfect and it's it's absolutely acceptable or you can do it in the present perfect continuous. I have been working there. So you just repeat the grammar phrase that they used in the question. I have been working there for almost three years or five years, whatever the period might be. If you want to talk about some company where you worked previously, well, then you could say, I used to work in another company. I used to work actually in the company that you work for now, but it was many years ago. I used to work. So when we use used to, it's an indication that we did something, but it, it's, it has since stopped. Okay, I used to smoke and I don't smoke now. I used to drink, but I don't drink now. So it's something a little bit more permanent, you know, something you stopped two or three years ago. So if you say I used to work for that company, it means in the past you worked for the company, but then you left and joined either the company you work for now or another company, and then your career progressed to where you are today. So I used to, and it's always about the past tense, used to. I used to do this. I used to swim when I was young. I used to play football until I was 40. I used to have a uh, hobby to take photographs but now I don't have time always about the past I used to I used to I used to and when you're using used to just be careful because you can say to get used to something that's still about uh, the present it's something you you had difficulty with so perhaps some technique and now you do it better so I got used to doing something for example if you used to work from home and now you have to work in an office you it might have taken a little bit of time so i have got used to or i got used to working in an office again okay so just be careful with those and when we're again talking about tenses uh if we're talking about things that we're actually doing at the moment well then we usually use that um present continuous for example i'm preparing a business presentation for next week I'm giving the presentation tomorrow. I am presenting our products to the, the board of directors. I am opening an exhibition next week in Lyon. Yeah, okay, so all of those uh, expressions, all using that present continuous because it's now, it's happening around now, so you can feel free to use the continuous tense. So when somebody asks you for uh, specifics about your job, they might want to know exactly what it is you do. So you could say, oh, I'm responsible for the IT department. I'm responsible for the sales and marketing department. You could also say I'm in charge of, because that means exactly the same. I'm in charge of sales and marketing. I'm in charge of IT. I'm in charge of new technology. I'm in charge of new product development or if there's some particular project that you're currently working on, some software development, but always responsible for, in charge of, okay? I'm the lead manager for, I'm the director of a certain department. Um, I am work in a team of five or six people or work with 
uh, a team of five or six people. So you can use different expressions, different prepositions, but they all eventually have the same meaning. So we're talking about meetings because unfortunately in, in business, no matter what you're in, whether you're in the pharmaceutical business, sales and marketing, uh, manufacturing widgets and gadgets and bicycles, whatever it might be, a lot of our time is taken up by those uh, wonderful in-house meetings. Okay, so you might ask, when is the meeting being held? Meaning, when is it due? What time is the meeting due to start? Or what time is the meeting at? Are you going to attend the meeting? Or will you be there? Have you seen the agenda? Have they issued the agenda? Have they sent the agenda around, meaning have they sent it to those people who are going to participate in the meeting? What are the key issues on the agenda? Okay, so all questions that are legit legitimate questions to ask around that issue of those business meetings. Maybe you are organizing the meeting so you'll be able to give the information. I usually have a meeting with my team on a Monday morning or a debrief a meeting at the end of the week to say what progress have we got have we made uh, what obstacles have we met uh, what problems do we face uh, what are the solutions for those particular problems so we have these sort of meetings and in the IT field some people refer to them as scrum meetings like a scrum in a game of rugby so they they stand up or they meet in in a uh, online but they they have it as a very quick meeting which I think is a great idea you know the, they limit the time to 15 20 minutes whatever go around you tell the story you don't waste time with small talk you get the, the, the clear picture you update them as to what you're doing and then then you move on so all these type of questions relating to to those uh, meetings and then you might say well the meeting has been postponed for two weeks the meeting has been cancelled completely because the the issue has been resolved so the difference between postponed and cancelled is postponed means it will be held again at another time in the future cancelled means it's unlikely to be held again uh, you can say the meeting has been rescheduled okay so it was scheduled for six o'clock on monday it has been rescheduled for the same time on tuesday or wednesday the meeting has been put back by a week and put back means again delayed so instead of uh, Tuesday the 16th of or 15th of October it's going to be held on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday the 22nd or 23rd of October so it's been put back by a week or a couple of hours because of some delay or instead of saying postponed it said oh the meeting has been called off somebody's ill and uh, he's really important to the meeting, so we have to wait until he returns. So all of those words would have the same sort of meaning. Postponed, cancelled, put back, called off, and rescheduled, or rescheduled, depending on how you want to pronounce that. And it's really up to you, that, because some people say scheduled, some people say schedule, and the, the, there's no right and wrong. It's whatever you're comfortable with. And whilst we're talking about meetings, we can bring a meeting forward or we can put a meeting back so very careful here because the this can be a little confusing when i 
ask for a meeting to be brought forward, it means I want it earlier. Okay, so let's say the meeting is scheduled for 2 p.m. today, okay, and I'm asking for the meeting to be brought forward to 12 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever time, but it has to be earlier than the origin sh original schedule, so to be brought forward. And then the opposite, if I want to put the meeting back, it means I want to push it out by a couple of hours because I've got some problems. So instead of 2 o'clock, I want to push it back to 3, 3.30, 4, 4.30, whatever the time might be. So just be very careful when somebody asks you to bring the meeting forward. It means they want it earlier to push it back or put back the meeting. They want to delay it or they want to have it a little later. And you can... When you're sending emails, you can say, oh, the date of our meeting has been changed. The time and location are the same. Uh, it will be held now a week later, but in the same place at the same time. And so you reiterate when that will be. Okay. All right. So there are lots of um, uh, words and expressions connected with um, business English, specifically connected with questions you might be asked about what you do, how you do it, and and, and questions about when meetings have been held or will be held and also the functions that you might have in your particular company. Okay, so listen out for my um, next podcast where I'll continue with some business English. And as always, as I said at the beginning, you can get me on www.englishlessonsviaskype.com. And when you get onto the, uh, the website, you'll see a link to the Easy Peasy English Club. This is a really great uh, little club that we have there for people who can't have get the time or don't um, seem to find the time to have face-to-face -face lessons, you'll get a um, pre-recorded lesson with me every week. There are already, uh, I think, 14 lessons that have been uh, recorded. So there's a lot of material there, a lot of other information. So get on that website and uh, join up with that Easy Peasy Club, help you to improve your English. That's what you want to do and that's what I want to help you to do. Okay, well, thanks for listening and join me again soon.